0: Every gamer has that one game they want all of their friends to play. Maybe it's old. Maybe it's new. Maybe it's obscure. Or maybe it's the game that everyone is playing. Whatever it is, it's that one game you love to talk about. Join us as we ask each other to try this game. adam do you like zombies love zombies do you like nuns with weapons
1: yeah yeah we've been over this
0: and and werewolves you like those yeah and badass monks
1: no that one actually i have a problem with
0: Okay, well, then you shouldn't play Darksburg, which is the next game <laughs> we're doing. It's a PC game by Shiro Games. Uh, it just came out this past September 2020. It's available on Steam. And actually, so far as I can tell, it's not available anywhere else. This game is actually a lot like a game you like, which is Diablo 3. I think it is you play and I yeah. played, you know, Torchlight 2. This is the same sort of game, except it's not like this endless loot shooter. But it's got the same feel to it instead it's this roguelike where you escape a zombie infested medieval town and it can be played with four players though you can you know play it on your own with three bots which is how i play it because as we've discussed my kindergarten teacher would tell you i don't work and play well with others it's a nifty little game that i came across out of the blue i'm not even sure how it appeared on the front page of steam and i went hey this is cool it was cheap and i bought it and i got a kick out of it and i thought we're totally doing this and you know the idea is you choose one of four characters and one of them is like a plague doctor and he shoots green goo out of a cannon of some sort and there's a nun I think she's got like a crossbow and there's a werewolf and he like scratches people and I don't think there's a lot of background story other than here are these four badass characters get them from one point of the neighborhood to the next and then do it again and then again until eventually you escape the town of Darksburg which I've never done i'm not sure how far you got in this how did you did you get anywhere in this game
1: uh i got most of the way through i think the third section once you start getting out into the farmer's fields oh wow Um, i didn't
0: even get that far
1: yeah there (laughs) you get to a point there where it it seems like it was a scripted event that you started getting swarmed by hordes and i tried a couple of different ways to go about it like standing my ground and trying to hold everything off and and backing up or i I also tried running through i really wasn't quite sure exactly what the right answer was there Uh, i didn't wind up getting past that
0: yeah i think there are points i mean my understanding is that the game is randomly generated okay not Mm -hmm. we always say randomly it's procedurally generated otherwise you'd have gobbledygook you know they're procedurally generated towns so while the town sections by theme are always going to be the same what's in them is always going to be different so if you run that first section 20 times you'll see it 20 different ways but i think they have it at certain points in the town you get a rush of zombies yeah and and i've always found the way to do that is just hold your ground because it doesn't last long
1: a minute yeah. or two
0: minutes and you fight them off and then you push you should otherwise you should always be moving right i've mm-hmm. learned that the hard way because they just keep coming and coming and coming there yeah. isn't like a total zombie population, though I got to admit that would make for an interesting option. <laughs> if you could see like a number at the top, there are x amount of zombies in this area. So right. theoretically, you could go and hunt them all down. But I like that you have no idea. You don't know what's coming,
1: yeah, uh, i'm I'm kind of on the side of like, I think it's pretty well just infinite amounts of zombies. and I think that's that what it is, yeah. that lends itself to being much more intimidating for the player as opposed to, okay, I know I've got this much work that I need to do. Let's let's just go hunt everything down. Because you're not... You aren't the hunter in this. You are very much the hunted.
0: Yeah, you are the prey. Because the whole idea is you're trying to escape the town. And so you start off at one dock and... You sort of fight your way through that town and it'll tell you how many meters away you are which I really like because it gives that sense of desperation that it's just over there just over there and you're fighting off all this nasty crap and then a wave of zombie hits you so you have to sort of hold your ground and fight them off and then you do it again and then you get to the end and then you've got to sort of wait I think it works out to be one minute or two minutes
1: yeah while
0: like you know the, the fairy comes or whatever and more waves come and I think you can be revived twice by another player, and then you're just done.
1: You can be uh, revived a fair few times, but the more you get revived, the more your health drops.
0: Yeah, I'm still working on how to, well, not die, but you know how to replenish my health. I haven't quite figured that out yet, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun, and the bots are pretty good. The yeah. bots are not stupid, uh, because this game, like my understanding is there's not a lot of people playing it. Uh, it's actually one of the reasons I wanted to do it. I would like people to buy this game. Um, you know, it's it's certainly worth buying, but there's always not a lot of people on, so you tend to have to add bots. And in my case, I'm glad it has bots. It's why I... I'll be honest, if I would bought this game and I couldn't play it with bots, I probably would have returned it. But the fact is you can play it with all four characters with just yourself as the human and sort of go for it. And I don't know, it, it seems to work for me. I'm not sure where I was going with that other than, yeah, <laughs>
1: don't like playing with people
0: yeah well I don't like yeah I don't like playing with people but you know that's I guess the one sort of on the sort of uh, the con side of this game is there's not a lot of players yet Sort of put this game out in early access. Then they went to 1.0, which I think is maybe how I came across it. And they keep adding to the game, so the game is growing as they uh, as as they patch it. They add new stuff. They add masteries, which I'm not quite sure what they are. Uh, You know, as you gain money, as you gain experience, your character gets better for the next play. So even if you only play for five minutes and you get your butt handed to you, or you know, handed to the zombies to eat, you're still better for it the next time you play. And so that means that no playthrough, no matter how disastrous, it's still to your benefit. Uh, That's the point of a roguelike, a roguelite. Sorry, roguelike, roguelite. No, I know
1: that both of them are their own thing.
0: Yeah, like a roguelite is a lighter version of the punishing reality of a rogue game. And roguelike is a, well, just the genre. So Mm -hmm. I've never actually played rogue. Maybe we should do it. I think it's all in text, but okay.
1: You ever played Rogue Legacy? That game is absolutely delightful.
0: Um, no, I haven't because I, I'd rather just take a hammer and beat myself about the head with <laughs> it. We'll be talking about Titan Souls later, but
1: oh uh, goodness, I <laughs> it.
0: yeah, uh, I hate you. But no, this game is pretty cool and it looks good. It's got a cartoony look to it. It looks actually a lot like Torchlight 2. Maybe that's what got my attention. Is it's, just, it's mm-hmm. the same art style?
1: yeah it's got a very similar art style but i actually like the way that this game handles a lot more than i liked how torchlight 2 handled really i found that i was able to control my character better it's those those little details like in in torchlight 2 i had a problem getting a stutter step going and being able to keep that rhythm i did not find that i had that problem at all in uh in darksburg i found that it flowed very nicely it controlled beautifully it looked great the fact that i was able to go in as you know a werewolf with a giant shield and have a cook who would throw healing soup on me like just like that was fantastic i loved it i love this game yeah. this is great play it Buy yeah.
0: it. the uh, the yeah the the controls are different like in in, in torchlight 2 you left click on the ground but you also left click to attack people which is a pain in the butt so if you want to stand in one place you hold down for me it's the control key and then you can just left click on whatever and essentially you become a turret of death here you move your character with the cursor keys and I actually find that works better I wonder if I could change that in Torchlight too but yeah it works really well here and you, know, you got your two sort of lower end powers and then your sort of alt power it's it's very League of Legendish in that way yeah. Like, yeah, you know, the in the way, the same way that has got
1: that power distribution.
0: Yeah, and you know the 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 powers you have the the abilities you have are very much in keeping with what you are. Like I tend to choose the plague doctor because that's that's totally up my alley. Uh, and yeah, I know, shocking. Uh, and you just, you just you have like such a goo hose. It's like green goo. But then one of the, you know, one of the uh, one of the abilities you have is is this hose of green goo and you use it when you're about to be overrun and you just do a circle it's sort of like the the laser thing from the iron man's hands at the end of iron man 2 yeah (laughs) Uh, it's pretty much what it's for and then there's the there's the goo grenade which it's sort of got this long sort of this damage over time effect and that works super well this is not a great game like this isn't a glorious game but it's a good game it's well made they've put a lot of thought into it and i suck at it like i really suck at it but i want to get better at it like i don't play this for more than about 20 minutes at a time yeah i play I, it until i die and then i walk away and i come back a few days later
1: yeah absolutely and i would argue that this is a great game i i think that it is it is well done in its execution it looks excellent it sounds excellent yeah like I, I feel like as you get into it you, you start to get more information about the characters and they've actually got personalities i played as the archer character a little bit and she is absolutely delightful her and her little squirrel companion yeah. who can send us flying furry ball of death at zombies yeah. this um,
0: isn't a serious game let's be clear No, no, no it's no, not, not goofy but, at just, all. but it's not serious either
1: like the music's good it's satisfying when you hit things like the sound effects of the game mm-hmm. are Absolutely top notch. It controls well. This is great. It doesn't need to be the scope of. Doesn't need to be a fallout size game to be great. And this is a great game.
0: Yeah, they. You know, they have limited resources. I imagine their team's pretty small. I couldn't tell you how small it is, but I'm guessing it's not. I'm guessing they don't have legions of people. But making it procedural gives it a lot of legs. It's sort of like I'm starting a new XCOM two
1: because campaign of tonight.
0: Well, of course i am i've been watching the show v and i want to play again uh you know but the, the reason that game you know has so much longevity is because everything's procedurally generated and yeah. it's the same here every time you load the level it's new and that i mean it's not you know it's just it's obstacles like it's you know street carts and and that sort of thing and guard houses and whatever but it still means that you you it's not like legal. It's you know, it's the opposite of League of Legends*. You would go, oh, I know this corner and I remember this tree. No, no, it's new. Go out there and survive. And yeah. it's cool. And, and I like the fact that the zombies. You know, some of them run. Some of them sort of, you know, sort of, uh, shamble towards you. Uh, you know, they did a they did a good job. I'm I'm pleased. I, I think you, I think you should go buy this game. So.
1: I absolutely agree. You should definitely go buy this game. Yeah. Um, give Shiro some money. Let them know that they knocked it out of the park with this one they really absolutely did
0: yeah it's Um, it's it's fun game so so yeah, yeah there it is
1: there it is Alright, Farron. Do you want to create a character in a fantasy RPG that is immense in scope with just boundless opportunities?
0: I would, but then I got shot in the knee. That's the thing, right? That's the meme. Oh,
1: that yeah, that that one's a good one.
0: Yeah, I the, took an arrow to the knee. Awesome. I, See, I'm up I, on my memes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're right up on those twenty twelve memes, atta boy. Yeah. So let's let's carry on with this line of questioning. Do you want to fight massive beings that are raining fire from the sky on you?
0: As long as I have more than one arrow to do it, sure.
1: Do you want those things to be Macho Man Randy Savage as you're followed around by a bunch of anime girls and have someone screaming at you as he's a cat person from the background about how he wants to steal everything within reach?
0: I'm rethinking this podcast very quickly
1: let's talk about skyrim
0: let's
1: (laughs) (laughs) so skyrim originally released on uh 11 11 11 november 11 2011 uh developed and published by bethesda softworks at bethesda game studio directed by todd howard and remember if there's bugs in skyrim it just works uh it was originally released on the pc the ps3 the xbox 360 and since then, it has received a number of other releases. So you can now play Skyrim on your PlayStation 4, your PlayStation VR, your Xbox One, your Nintendo Switch, your Alexa unit, your Samsung Smart Fridge, and you can play this in Pinball FX3 on a Zen Studios table.
0: Jeez, can <laughs> on my phone yet? I'm sure that's coming, but...
1: Uh... Uh, I don't actually think that there's a phone port. And for the record, the Samsung Smart Fridge was a joke. It is not a joke, however, that you can play this on an Alexa unit.
0: That's weird. But yeah, yeah, I mean, this is this game is everywhere. It's oh, you know,
1: yeah. So, is, um, is there
0: someone who plays? Is there someone who has a Steam account who doesn't have this game? Somehow, from, I don't know. I,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that there's somebody who made an account back when Steam was first made, and then they forgot the password and had to make a new account. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so this game, it received a Legendary Edition on June 4th, which had uh, its big 1.8 or 1.9 patch, and all three expansions included. Uh, the Skyrim Special Edition launched on June 4th in 2016. That was the remaster for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. And if you had the original on Windows, you actually got that one for free already. The expansions okay. were Dawnguard, which is about vampires, Hearthfire, which is about buildable player homes, and Dragonborn, which is about another Dragonborn somewhere else in the world that you need to go fight and deal with Daedric gods. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, the most crucial part of Skyrim, at least in my opinion, though, are the mods. Yeah. Because what is the point in playing Skyrim if the dragons aren't Macho Man Randy Savage? if you don't have some wildly modded home, if you didn't install an ENB so that everything looks different and gorgeous and like a completely new game.
0: Yeah.
1: Did did you know the first official, like, Bethesda-supported mod for this game was actually a crossover with Portal 2?
0: I'm not surprised.
1: So in that game, uh, one of the cores from the end of Portal 2 just, like, falls out of the sky and you can carry it around with you. It's the space core, the one that goes, Space, Space, Space that one and you just carry it around with you and it's voiced by nolan north and yeah (laughs) so so that is the 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 basic run-up of skyrim that is that is everything that you need to know except the story which is you create a character in the elder scrolls world of tamriel you're in the province of skyrim the home of the nordic people who are definitely not you know scandinavian people Uh um there is a civil war that is brewing between the Imperials, or the English, no, the Imperials, that was right the first time, and the uh, the Nordic people, yeah. and you are a hero of legend, blessed with the ability to shout things to death. <laughs> oh, so, okay. tell me about your experiences with Skyrim, Farron.
0: So, I've had this game forever, like everyone else, and I never really played it, because I, I'm, I think I probably wound up with it from like a humble bundle or something. Um, I don't like uh, Bethesda games for two reasons. I think they look like ass and they're they're bugs. It's embarrassing. No other company can get away with the sheer amount of bugginess that their games do. Uh, It's almost criminal. A lot of people think it's funny. I don't, Uh, but I really wanted to play this game, but I didn't like the look of it. So I decided I want to make a potato version of this game, right? The sort of low polygon cartoon look to it. Okay. And so I found a tutorial on YouTube that listed, I think it was a five or six different mods you had to apply that would give it a gorgeous look. Okay. But the problem I found is that some of them were available on the Steam Workshop and some of them were weren't And weren't oh yeah, you needed this extender thing. And yep. it was way more complex than it needed to be. And Bethesda, considering this is, I'm going to guess their most successful game ever. If not, Probably. it's certainly their most prolific, it's certainly the most played game they have. It must be. You'd think at some point they would sit down and create like a master mod manager as opposed to what happened which was is the community sort of stumbled through it and made their own and nexus mods which is of course where you go when you need mods in mm-hmm. for pc games that's where you go but then steam created the you know their mod system which works exceptionally well and i just wonder if there's a point where bethesda needs to put its head together with steam and make it happen yeah and connect it to nexus because I just couldn't get the mods to work, so eventually, after you know four or five hours of trying to get these damn mods just installed and deciding, I just didn't care that much. I just went and played the game in its base version. Right. Actually, I think I had some sort of interface upgrade. Like it, it improved the actual UI.
1: Oh, uh, probably Sky um, UI.
0: I think so. Yeah, it was like one of the most highly rated things on this on, on yeah. the Skyrim Workshop. And then I just played it, and I had to obviously I had to go to to um, third person because Mm. I can't do first person. So those first few minutes were really rough because you can't switch.
1: Oh yeah, Uh, that's right.
0: Yeah. And then you switch to third person and I played it and I didn't mind it. It's very much an open world RPG. I honestly think if this game looked better, I'd probably be more willing, but I can't get over how ugly it is. But that's my problem. I mean, all of my friends, look, I've been a PC gamer since 1990. All of my friends in high school were PC gamers all of them played the elder scrolls all of them mm-hmm. like one two three four i'm sure they all played five i'm sure they're all eagerly awaiting for six i know there's the uh, there's elder scrolls online mm-hmm. um i know someone's trying to mod elder scrolls four into elder scrolls five which is skyrim i think yes. they may already have managed it as moral wind i think
1: uh, uh no morrowind was three oblivion was, three... was four
0: oblivion was four right you know it's one of these things it's it's like the the crown jewel of open worlds for pc gaming and it's hard not to respect it it just for whatever reason it fell flat with me and i can't help but think it's just i don't like the it's the bethesda look mm-hmm. and i don't like it
1: i i can definitely understand where you would come from with like character models mm-hmm. in in skyrim and uh, fallout games like any anything bethesda they've all kind of got the same styling to them mm-hmm. they've Kind of got that uncanny valley where unless it's like a main yep. character they kind of look a little bit dead on the inside but i i actually really like how most of these games look on an aesthetic level really? um okay. there's there's some things that there's some mods where i just i don't play these games without those mods like mm. the unofficial patches for these games um mesh fixes collision fixes things like yeah. that things that just like tidy it up because i they're There's so much space to this game that obviously not everything was curated over with a a fine tooth comb. Like the big series. You
0: can't can't in in uh, an open world game. It's not possible.
1: And I mean, yeah, it is absolutely a running joke that Skyrim in its base form is broken in so many different ways. Yeah. But I find that a lot of them yeah there are some unfortunate bugs that'll happen like you get stuck somewhere you're just kind of hooped to your last autosave. but a lot of them you kind of have to go looking for i
0: well at this point yeah
1: yeah i don't really mind playing skyrim in its mostly base form like i said i i get some like mesh fixes and things like that but yeah the first time you get into modding and you put a Dwemer skyship in there so you can just fly around the world and you've got Thomas the Tank Engine flying out of the sky. Yeah, there's, like,
0: yeah The not... mods are sometimes very silly.
1: Yeah, but then there's also other mods where like, oh hey, here's the cutting room floor. We're just going to add a bunch of content in that was originally cut from the game. Or just like rebalances. Um, there's an entire series of mods by a uh, ENI uh, E-N-A-I, I believe is what it goes by online and like it, you have cities that are now open you don't have to go walk up to a gate and click on it so that you walk into the city the gate just opens and now it's part of the entire world you've got rebuilds for the for the cities themselves you've got rebalances for every single skill tree all new perks that you can throw it like if you want if you played through Skyrim as a base game and then you want to do it again but it just kind of falls flat for you so much that you add in yeah so much from the community that goes into this game
0: see all at once that is an immense an immense positive to recommend it that this game can be changed in any way you want but i also think it's a damning indictment that so much of this game is broken and inadequate and badly designed that it's been modified 20 times over by 20 different people who found better ways to do it and i think again all at once that's that's great, but it's also a damning indictment that they did, that they made a game that was so mediocre that everyone did it better. And that, to me, is a problem.
1: I, yeah, I see where you're but, coming from on that.
0: But you know what? That's for me to get over. Because if you can figure out the, the modding scene in this game, you could play forever.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, you could play this game forever. I know people who put a thousand hours into this game. Mm-hmm. I had a co-worker who had put 2000 hours into skyrim and i said well, at some point did, did you just complete it he said yeah but then you throw in another mod and you got a whole new quest to go and yeah. you, you start again or you carry on or you know it throws new land at you or whatever and i think that's super cool it's almost like this game is great in spite of the, the developers
1: i i think that a lot of it also has to do with the fact that it was developed and published in 2011 It was released in 2011 i should Mm -hmm. say for the playstation 3 and the xbox 360 it had to fit to those limitations
0: so yeah i guess if it had been a pc only game they could have pushed it they wouldn't have had those limitations yeah
1: so there's there's definitely some things there and we're looking at the fact that this game is like even five years ago the modding scene was nowhere near as extensive for it as it is now. Extensive, yes. sorry.
0: Some of the mods are incredible. The, like if you want to go high fidelity, 4K. Oh my god!
1: You absolutely can. <laughs> you can re-download. You can download new textures for every enemy yeah. in the game in 4K, and they look amazing. Absolutely oh, yeah. stunning. Uh, you can also download total conversion mods for this game. There's a very prolific one called Enderall, which I think recently just made its way to the uh, Bethesda-sanctioned mod list, oh, okay. where it breaks everything down. It is not Skyrim. You are not in Tamriel. You are in a completely different world with new lore and new stories oh, and I new species. i heard about
0: this. Isn't yeah. it its own game now?
1: Basically, yeah
0: no like didn't this guy like change it to like ancient rome and it's its own game isn't that the one where everyone turns to gold
1: uh because there
0: was a skyrim mod that the guy just went and made it into its own game
1: it might have been that we i have, don't i don't we... think it was enderal but i could be mistaken oh, okay. i haven't yeah. gone through and and played that whole conversion mod myself
0: uh, okay but like, oh, i'm thinking of something else though that's a game that's on its way out though i know so hmm. yeah
1: but it's incredible there are people that have gotten jobs at bethesda from the guy from the jobs that they've done making mods for it uh i think it was
0: seen that before yeah
1: yeah i think it was a a mod called falscar i think was what it was called it was like this beyond skyrim and it you took it to different lands there's the beyond skyrim bruma mod and as you mentioned earlier the um uh I think it's Oblivion is what they call it. It's okay. it's a conversion mod yeah. converting Oblivion into the Skyrim engine and it's well, I shouldn't say converting Oblivion. It's converting uh Cyrodiil, I think the province that um uh, Oblivion takes place in. I believe it's converting that into Skyrim. You can already go to other provinces. You can go to where the Khajiits live, the the cat people who are yeah. hopelessly addicted to moon sugar. <sighs>
0: And is it like catnip? It's kinda
1: of catnip, but it's also kinda right. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um cat
0: cocaine. Ready to mature. Anyway, I carry mean, on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like the 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 series itself, the the Elder Scrolls series, you know, yeah. you had uh, you know Daggerfall and Arena and Morrowind and Oblivion and now Skyrim. It is this huge, huge world that they have continued to build on and grow on and there are stories that continue. From game to game to game um the lore it's interesting you you read lore in morrowind and then you fast forward a few hundred years and you read this very similar lore in skyrim but it's been sort of twisted and misconstrued through the ages. and it's just it's such a cool world that they've built i'm actually i was always a little bit sad with some of the decisions that they made as they kind of modernized the games because if Surely, you go back so was
0: the modern modern community, but sorry, eh, carry
1: on. <laughs> if if you go back and you look at the character models in Morrowind, let's say, because that was the first one that I ever uh played, yep. the the cat people and the Argonians, the lizard people, they look unique and distinct. Um in Skyrim, they just kind of look like retextured humans with different heads. Yeah. But, like it it is what it is. You kind of lose some of that ability to play uh, ability to color outside of the lines when you start to go for higher fidelity.
0: Yeah. I know. I, you know, there's times where I wonder maybe they should just do another edition of this game, but gather in <laughs> all. The, no, well, yeah, no, but like gather in all the best mods. Yeah. And so, you know, you buy this game and it's going to have 50 different mods mm. and, and, you go into an options menu and you'll say, I'll take this one, this one, this one, and this one, and you know, there'll be an option that'll say, well, if you just want a potato mod, click this and it'll apply the right ones. Or if you want it to be 4k awesomeness, click this and it'll put those mods up. Sure. You know, it would almost be worth their time to make like the definitive edition, you know, and Skyrim, the definitive edition could have like the hundred top mods as voted on by the community. And, you know, just put that out there and it'll run on your, your Fitbit and whatever and <laughs> it runs and everything else and on your, your Samsung kitchen appliances and just do it and then move on. Yeah. Uh, but this game, I got to tell you, I've rarely seen a game that has the legs that this game has. Like the fact that just the longevity, it's, mm-hmm. it's very impressive. Even if I don't yes. like it, it's, I'm impressed by this game. Uh, you know, maybe I'll, someday I'll figure out how to properly mod it. and <laughs> no, I'll go back and play it. But, uh, it was it was neat when I played, you know? Yeah, I mean, I could not it the way I wanted to. But...
1: So uh, do you think that you're going to come back around to this one? You might someday, someday, someday.
0: Yeah. someday. That's fair. Yeah.
1: And I will continue to play Skyrim on and off, and I will live and die by my standard of I'm a mod to thing till it breaks.
0: <laughs> well, considering it was broken to start with, that's not a hard hey. thing. Hey.
1: <laughs> All right. So there it is.
0: There it is.